G Det der er Det der L L L L O U D C E In it me In it In it Give it her. I'll turn it around, but it's getting around all looking at me all now. Uh. <laughs> Hi, smuts. Welcome back to season four of A Not Your Mother's Book Club. Um, that was pretty that good. That was so good. That was actually so good. <laughs> that means that season four is going to be the best we've ever had. That was a good omen. 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 <laughs> we watched a cult documentary where the man who does bad things to people likes to do it to Gregorian chants. Oh. <laughs> forgot he played those yeah so creepy so funny if a man ever did that to you what would the reaction be would you sing along imagine <laughs> and then he turns it off he's like we gotta stop you went he too said, far i don't think i can do this no i need more. silence while i gregorian yeah chant. i have to listen to the male baritones gay <laughs> happy valentine's day weekend oh god i guess whatever <laughs> my name's Michaela, and I sit here and make a fool of myself. My name is Dharma, and I read porn. Yeah. <laughs> For anyone that's new here, this is not your mother's book club, and we're here to get you off and get you out, off and out. Get out. Get out of here. Get out. This is actually just a big exorcism. <laughs> Um, well, because masturbation oh is God. an exorcist. Hysteria. <laughs> Hysteria. We love history. <laughs> I think we're truly on drugs today. Yeah, accurate. Um, <laughs> in the last 48 hours, I've had two ex-flings try to call me and contact me. One set up a date. Another one called me Shania Twain as a nickname because I share the same name as his sister. One of them apologized to me because I taught him lessons about how to treat women. And then another one gaslight me to no end while I just was asking when our next date was. <laughs> this is 2024. <laughs> Welcome back. Um, and the names of all of these men are. <laughs> Write them down. Oh, my God. You know, I was going to tell you this, Michaela. Yeah, I'm ready. You know that list? Yeah. Of like all the bad men in toronto there's like a list that women oh on facebook yeah yeah you should put all your men on there i i truly should i've looked into it in the guidelines it says no male bashing and i said wait this is wait, wait. <laughs> why, why are we here but i also saw somewhere in the states this asshole man was bringing some girl to court because she posted a photo of him on one of those blog <gasps> i've things. seen it yeah. I've seen it. I've and seen that coverage. Even his own lawyers are like, it's a little extreme. <laughs> like, why? <laughs> Clearly, you did something wrong. Is it, he's just suing her for slander. Yeah. Like, actually, though. Figure it I, out amongst yourselves. Yeah, like, be go better. Go to your room and think about what you've done. Truly. Go to therapy. Truly. I sent a man one cent over e-transfer for therapy after I broke up with him. Yeah. Because he matched with my best friend on a dating app. This story is actually crazy. Yeah. <laughs> do you want to tell it? Yeah. Do you want to do story time? Story time with Michaela. So this man's name is, just kidding. Um, we'll call him Jim. 
We'll call him Bald Man 69. We'll call him Cowboy's Bald. No, but there's another man called Cowboy. It's true. Cashew. Oh, was that his nickname? Yeah. <laughs> I forgot. Okay. Context. Yeah. His name is the same name as one of our dance teachers yeah. in university. And we called that dance teacher. We didn't call him Cashew, but he had Cashew feet. Yeah. So we call him Cashew. So we're like, oh, my God, does he have Cashew feet? So that's why we're calling this bald man <laughs> Cashew. Yeah. It's a wild time. From the beginning. Yeah, from, from you, the top. You match with him well, on Bumble. Do we even have the time for this? Um, I matched with him on Bumble. We went on like five to six dates. It had been like two months of chatting. It was getting to the point where like he like wanted to spend my birthday with me and all of these things and like drove to my hometown to hang out with me. And we had many chats where I was like, I'm not seeing other people. Like I laid all the groundwork and all of the actions led to me believing that we were like fairly exclusive. And that he felt the same. Yeah. And that we were on the same page. And then he took me out on one of our dates and I thought it went really well. And then less than 12 hours later, my best friend, Jessica, we love Jessica. Jessica. <laughs> um, she messaged me a screenshot of him matching with her on Bumble. And I was like, maybe it's an old match. Like, whatever. I'm, I'm not like really that pressed and stressed about it. But pressed and stressed. Pressed and stressed. <laughs> <laughs> because like I'm also still on dating apps. Not that I'm actively swiping, but like my yeah. profile is still active. And so, it like, could have been an, a stale swipe. Yeah, exactly. So I was like, yeah, message him. Like, just say hey and see like if he messages back. I'm literally currently in an audition. Like, I have other things going on. My life is busy. I get a screenshot of him, like, fairly aggressively sexually messaging back, like, two seconds later. And then she just sent a photo of the two of us saying, I think you know my bestie. I love how passive aggressive it is. <laughs> yes. I told her to. I was yeah. like, just do it because that's so fucked. And then... um. He messaged me, not even apologizing, just being like, matched with your friend on a dating app and hit on her. So then I called him and was like, the fuck? And we had this whole conversation. He didn't really apologize. He did, but like barely. It was and like a second thought. Yeah, like he was like more apologizing because he was caught. And um, I really gave it to him. And um, I sent him one cent for therapy because get fucked. Then literally last night was the most craziest 48 hours of my life <laughs> dharma wasn't even home but i'm like talking with this other guy we'll call him basketball sort of and <laughs> and i'm like just trying to book a second date and he's like actually being literal human trash about it and gaslighting me and it's actually heinous yeah and midst that conversation i get this monologue from this bald cashew <laughs> saying apologizing and saying that i was right and i'm like Okay, th what? A month, a month later? What, like three weeks later? Yeah, like you're gonna. Do I just can't. Like, so happy you did the work and you're growing, but like, am I your mother? Like, do you really need to come to me and be like, look, I did it? One, don't care. Two, who are you? Three, where's your house? Find a house to live in. <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's I don't it. care about your life. Go to therapy. Go to therapy. And as someone who isn't in therapy, maybe you can just, you can call the kettle black, whatever that saying is. But like, <laughs> but also I think that I'm 
in touch with my like feelings and emotions enough yes. to like be fairly reasonable in situations. You're not Delulu in some things. Yeah, like I am Delulu, but like but not not-, <laughs> not when it comes to serious matters. Yeah. Like I don't start shit with people unless I like know that I have a valid yeah. stance in it. Yeah. And like maybe in the end you can like show me your side of it all and we can come to an agreement. But like for the most part, I'm not going to start a fight if I'm delusional. Like I don't. I truly and I know that about it. Like I know. I know. Yeah. Well, okay. Here's a PSA. (laughs) PSA for all men out there. Yeah. We as women are not here to carry your emotional load. Mm -hmm. We have enough work as it is. Yes. We don't need your work on top of it. Yes. So quit putting loads on us that don't help us. Yeah, stop coming on my... (laughs) Stop loading on... Stop coming in my eye. Yeah, I don't want the loads. Don't come on my face. Don't come on my tits. Don't come on my ass. Emotionally. Emotionally. (laughs) We have enough come on us as is. Yes. Don't put unnecessary baggage on us. Yes. Like him texting you out of the blue. Don't need it. That is so much work. Yeah, don't need it. Even if you don't have to do anything about it, Reading that text, that is emotional work yeah. on your part to deal with that and yes. bring that back up. Yeah, you said wound open. In no world did you want that. No, it's not necessary. Not necessary. You didn't ask him to come back in three weeks and repent. Like, no, no. no one gives a shit. No, exactly. Repent on your own by yourself on the couch. Eat ice cream, watch a show, pet your dog. That's it. Yeah, exactly. Do the work yes. by yourself. Don't bring an innocent bystander into it. Yeah, and then just do better. Like, I don't... That's my PSA. Yeah, it's say, so Do true. the work by yourself and don't bring us into it. Yes. Unless it explicitly pertains to us. Yes. We were talking about this this morning, like men think that women are so emotional, such emotional beasts that they're like trying to tame and they try to say the right things. But actually, all we want is honesty, communication and trust. Effort. And effort. That's it. And like those are bare minimum things. Yeah. And when you start, maybe in the moment you don't even know that it's a lie, but when you say things that are unprovoked and quite emotional... We're going to take that as truth yeah. because that's the baseline and that's what we expect from you. So like if you don't actually mean the things that you're saying, don't say it. Like no one is asking for you to say this is the best date I've been on. I want to have another date with you. No like, one is expecting that. Either. I didn't ask for it. Didn't ask. But now you've made that expectation. Yeah. So you don't get to come back and say that I'm crazy for believing what you literally <laughs> said to me. I didn't ask for it. I didn't say, how was this date? You unprovoked, (laughs) schlong, soft out said, I want to have a second date with you. Okay, great, Jim. Didn't ask for it. That would be nice. I'm down. Great. Thank you so much. Follow through. Lovely to hear that. (laughs) Like, where's the second date? Yeah. It's been a week. After one date, after one date, we owe each other nothing. Nothing. But the point when you start to owe the other person something is when you start to say things that need a follow-up action. A hundred percent. That's when you start to owe the other human. Yes. So men, PSA, stop saying things that you don't that you mean. don't mean. <laughs> Just stop it because women don't care for it, didn't ask for it. Don't expect it. Don't expect it. I say just stop talking entirely and just do (laughs) actions. Like, stop saying things. Stop. 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 (laughs) Just plan the date. Just follow up. (laughs) Don't say, I'm going to plan a second date. Just do it. Because that sets you up for disappointment. Yes. For failure. Yes. If you want a second date, fucking plan it. Just do it. 
just do it. Don't Action. even mention it. Just say it and be like, I'm taking you out this day. Are you free this day? What's going on this also, day? Also, that's so much hotter. God. So much hotter. Take I'm having control, a boner just thinking thing. about it. I really, we always have these arguments about men, but it's like, it's such bare minimum things mm-hmm. and genuinely have come to the realization that men hate women. Of course. Which is such a sad thing and such a sad concept. But like, you would never treat someone that you respect and just bare minimum like in the way that men have treated in from my personal experiences me. Yeah. I would never do that to someone. Yeah. Especially after I've created such a baseline for what I expect and I'm very verbal about my expectations. Mm-hmm. Clearly, you don't even like You don't me. leave any guesswork. <laughs> like if there's one thing no. I can say about you, no one's guessing. No, you ain't guessing. I'm literally... Like, take notes. I'm yeah. telling you every single thing on how to make this successful. You manage expectations. Yes. And I'm not crazy about it either. No. I'm not, like, demanding and wild. It's like, no. all I want is communication, honesty, trust, and effort. That's it. But that's asking for the world, apparently. Apparently. <laughs> apparently. Yeah. So I'm just going to go back to my hoe phase. That's the... <laughs> Michaela's looking at me like... Trying to gauge what my reaction is. <laughs> yeah, like, what are you like, gonna what say? What is she gonna say? <laughs> because I know she's gonna yell at me, but I oh I'm so tired. I'm so no, Mikhail, I'm not gonna yell at you for going into a hoe phase. There's nothing wrong with that. No. I yell at you when you degrade yourself. Yeah. But you deserve it when I do that. So no, probably. I asked for it. Yeah. I wanted it. Yeah. I plead for it. Yeah. I'm on my I knees begging in your eyes. for degradation. <laughs> I can see it in your ass. <laughs> this has been the longest conversation. No, but this world. is good. We're starting season four off with strong lessons. Yes. We're setting boundaries. My New Year's resolution was to protect my peace and I'm sticking to it. Doesn't Amen, mean that I'm Fran. Rem- <laughs> my Fran. <laughs> It doesn't mean that I'm removing myself from like going out and like just going into a hole and dying. It means that like I'm assessing situations better and putting myself first. And like, that's it. That's it. That's it. In my work, in my relationships, in my love life, in general. High five. Okay. What's your resolution? (laughs) The book this week. This is psychotic. Also, I want to make a voodoo doll. So if anyone knows how to make a voodoo doll. Send us a link. Also, yeah. is voodoo cultural appropriation? Let us <laughs> yeah, know. And that's also a question for me. Maybe we should wait. Maybe we should just re-say that. I want to make a doll that you can stick needles in and it'll hurt another human. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it's called, <laughs> but I want to make one. <laughs> I don't know. I love that I'm like all this healthy talk and I'm like, but I actually just want to kill a human. No, 100%. (laughs) Um, Anyways, (laughs) what's the book for today? The book I brought this week (laughs) is called Tough Injustice. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) This is the front. Oh, my God. The dog is so cute. What are those police dog breeds? German Shepherd? No. Is that wrong? It's all different kinds of breeds, but that he's not a German Shepherd. I've they say what he is in the book, but I forget what it is. Wait, not all he- heroes are humans. Is this about the dog? Is this about the dog's sex life? We've already had a dog that turns into a human. <laughs> um, describe the front cover, Michaela. Um, give us a closed captioning. It's kind of a classic Harlequin cover. It looks like an old old book you'd get from Value Village. Yeah, it's a 
penny yeah penny 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 one of those um it's a white man with muscles that are veiny and he's <laughs> for some reason pulling up his shirt is he his gun is tucked into the oh my front god i didn't even shirt. see that he's showing his treasure trail yeah and his gun is right there i thought it was in a holster but it's literally pointed at his penis yeah. so he lives on the edge and it's just like his thumb very like seductively inching up his white t-shirt v-neck he has a smolder he's brunette there's stubble (laughs) he's looking at you like you want fuck that's it he's got weirdly pursed lips also yeah i don't think that he's unattractive if i saw this man in a bar i'd be like yeah but if he was doing this pose pulling up his shirt staring at me i'd be like no i'd be like where's the circus yeah but if he had a dog with him yeah i'd be like yeah True, his arms are very veiny. They really are. And I love a veiny arm. I love a veiny arm and big hands, which we already know this about me. If you've listened to the big podcast. Big hands. I love big hands. So this is tough injustice. Okay. He's a police officer. He's a police canine special ops series. Oh. So it's wait, a series it's about dogs? cops with dogs. That's kind of hot, though. By T. O'Fallon. T. Yeah. Like the letter? Oh. T. Like golf. Like golfing. <sighs> Sports. Not am- all heroes are human. Okay. You ready for the back? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. The fastest killers are the ones you don't see coming. Dogs. <laughs> <laughs> you a dog playing. I'll get, get it. it. Dog, dog playing. i get it. I'm really into... Doja Cat? No. <laughs> Jack Harlow recently. Uh, my type I think is, that's your red flag. Uh, accurate, though. <laughs> my types are Johnny Depp, Matthew Gray Goobler, and Jack Harlow. That is such a wild mix of human beings. <laughs> yeah. But for some reason, Wife I always beater, date. <laughs> nerd, and only does vanilla sex. <laughs> uh, he, ain't no, he ain't no killer baby. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god. That's my type. I've also realized that I need to stop dating athletes. Okay, wait. Fuck Mary Kill. <laughs> Jack Harlow, Johnny Depp, Matthew Gray Goobler. No. You got to do it. No, I can't. You got to do it. I have to do this shit every week. So you can do this once this year. But that's hard. I don't care. I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to I'm going to fuck Johnny Depp. Okay. Because it's going to be the best lay of my life. Oh. Those rings. Big words. Don't take them off. Get one lost in me. That's what <laughs> I... <laughs> I really enjoy him. And I think it yeah. would be so hot. Um, oh, That's so hard. I watched an interview with Jack Harlow. And he was so demure and kind and like gentle soft man yeah talking about this like crush that he had and was just like i'm not gonna tell anyone but i think they're beautiful and i was like i think that is such a freaking green flag such a vibe also right like you have this like hard weird exterior and like you're kind of an odd dude but then you're like so crushing and i think that's so cute love (laughs) that um drum roll do you need a drum roll I think I'd marry Jack Harlow in this moment and I would kill Matthew Gray Goobler. Oh my but, god. But I think because he would be like, just kill me. Like oh, I think that we would have the conversation and he'd be like, you need this and you deserve this. Wow. So you can kill me. 
Well, you're still a special girl and you have his niece grow, so. <laughs> That's the second time a man has called me special in the past <laughs> 12 hours. Matthew never called you special, don't worry. No, it's true, but he would give me his niece grew. He would give you his niece grew. And for people that don't understand that, go fuck yourself. Oh my God. Um. Anyways, keep reading. Probably everyone. <laughs> <laughs> no one gets it. It should have been a routine investigation. Instead, DEA K-9 agent Adam Deck Decker watches in horror as one Denver hospital seems to be ground zero for overdoses of a new drug. <gasps> Is this a coronavirus? No. Oh. <laughs> it's a drug. Well, <laughs> this book, because it's cops, reminds me of the one Christmas one that we did where she like steals a donkey. She has a donkey in the apartment. <laughs> and then the cop fucks her and he's like, you're so weird. And then he, come, <laughs> he fucks her with a gun like in his pocket in his pocket <laughs> oh my god yes i forgot about that yeah now deck can only hope a certain icy green-eyed er doctor will help him and his canine partner track down the deadly source oh dr tori sampson mm -hmm. has her reasons for not trusting federal agents especially ones working for the dea oh <gasps> But the rash of overdoses, including a heartbreaking case involving a teen, is alarmingly high. And the new opo opioid... Opioid? Opioid. Wink, wink. <laughs> the new wink, wink is not only extremely dangerous. <laughs> is not only extremely dangerous, it defies all the usual medical treatments. So Tori has a choice. Work with the big, brawny, and annoyingly hot DEA agent. Or watch more innocent people die. It sounds more like a thriller, like, cop book than it does a sexy book. It's like an episode of Criminal Minds. But there's one but sex scene. There's a sex scene. <laughs> sure. Okay. I think that I'm on board for cop sex. Yeah. I think I'm here for it. I know that it's problematic to want to date a cop. <laughs> but I don't, I don't know if I hate it. You know what I hate? Tell me. Rugby, hockey, and basketball wannabes. Okay. That's what I hate. I hear you. Yeah. There's more. Oh, wait, what? We're not done? There's three paragraphs back Oh, my here. God. <laughs> Tori's the only person who can help Deck break the case, and they'll need to trust each other no matter how high the tension and attraction sizzling between them runs. But with every question answered, they realize there's something more behind these typical teen overdoses. There's a pattern here. And a pattern can only suggest one thing. There's a killer on the loose. <gasps> There's a killer. There's a killer on the loose. I hope that the killer is female. I think that we don't have enough of that in our society. And I think that's actually the demise of feminism. You're right. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Had to think about it. Um, okay, I'm here for it. The front of the book makes me feel like it's gonna be vanilla baby but <laughs> it's vanilla baby and the back of the book makes me think it's gonna be a uh, boring <laughs> <laughs> um love it okay, so, so expectations so low so low so low we're ready to be surprised yeah this is what has happened so far yeah they both hate each other immediately yeah sure because they both have dark and twisted pasts yeah so Deck hates doctors yeah. because his younger sister died of an overdose when she was a teenager mm. because she got addicted to drugs because the doctors over-medicated her when she had a car accident. Mm -hmm. Okay. So he doesn't trust any doctor. Yeah. 
I think that she hates police officers because her ex-husband was one and then he died in duty. <laughs> <laughs> so therefore she hates all of Yeah, them. she's just like, they didn't protect my husband mm. and I can't deal with it. It's trauma. That's not it. Okay, great. <laughs> she hates the DEA specifically oh. because her dad was doing illegal things. Um, he was a pharmacist mm. and he would help poor people by giving them drugs and then also did drug assisted suicides oh. to like help people in pain. But yes. that is illegal. So the yes. DEA shut him down and took all his money. Mm. And so she had to work to pay for college instead of using her dad's college fund sure. for yes. her. Yes. So she said, the DEA ruined my life. I had to work while I was in college. And my mom died from a heart attack. Oh, my God. So she has trauma and needs to go to therapy. And he also has trauma and needs to go to therapy. Yeah. So they, so they don't. <laughs> so they don't go to therapy. And instead, <laughs> they hunt drug dealers together. Nice. So there's this new drug called the Grey Death. Oh, I think, or something like that's that. That's so dramatic. I know. Which is like juicy, juicy cocktail of death-inducing drugs. Sure. And a lot of people are dying. There's like an overdose a day, basically. Yeah, it's like fentanyl. It's, well, she says it has fentanyl and carfentanyl in it. Oh, shit. So it's like juicy, juicy. Nice. And so they're seeing a lot of each other lately because he's always going to the hospital and she's always there. Nice. And he's like, I have an idea. Why don't we work together? You let me interview your overdose patients if they live. And you can come out on the field with me because apparently she likes doing that. That sounds illegal. Highly. <laughs> it's all weirdly above board, but. Sure. And anyways, they they start hanging out a lot and then they start liking each other. Nice. And he just crashed a family dinner and him and her dad had like a very intense conversation. Oh. And he was like, I care for your daughter. And he was like, I hate DEA agents, but I can see that you care for her. So do your best. Oh, and so I'll make her come. Make her come. And so sure. now they he drove her home from the dinner. Nice. And this is kind of like hometowns on The Bachelor. Oh, my God. Yeah, it is. <laughs> what are your intentions for my daughter? Yeah, maybe we should just start treating dating like The Bachelor. Yeah. Because it kind of is. You're just dating multiple people at the same time and promising... <laughs> everlasting ask, love yeah you need to ask if they're ready for marriage yeah and then you just bring them all back to your hometown at the same time at the same time and have like dinner after dinner after dinner yes where you can't eat the food yeah no, no, no eating food <laughs> no eating i can't wait to host the bachelor for you have we talked about this on here i think i've brought it up where i'm gonna have a party where yeah. i on my 30th is it my 30th I think so. It's getting close. Getting close. Fuck. Where I commandeer your dating apps. Yeah. Invite a lot of hot men to this one place and they have to vie for your attention. I can't, like I actually love it so much. Me too. I'm here for I it. I'll be the so host. Funny. Jess will be the also the host. <laughs> Jess will hand out the roses. Jess. <laughs> She'll hand me the rose that I hand out. Oh, my God. So our Halloween party, we played <laughs> Jeopardy and Jess got so Incense. blasted. Um, oh. But her job was to be the person that walks around and clicks. She the, was our. Uh, oh, what's her name? The woman from Price is Right in the fancy dresses. You know who we mean. Oh, my God. What the hell is her name? I don't Vanna, know. Vanna White. Oh, it's Vanna White. She's yeah. our Vanna White. So hilarious. She didn't know what was going on. <laughs> so that's what she's going to be at this party. She's Vanna White 2.0. Okay. Love Are you, you ready for this sax? Um, yeah, I'm ready for this sax. <laughs> 
I, whenever I tell people about our podcast, I'm like, it's a podcast where we read erotica. And then these men go and listen to it and they're like, I just listened to you talk to your friend for an hour. And yeah. I'm like, yeah. Come for the smut, stay for the banter. Yeah, exactly. Hello? <laughs> like, are you mad about it? If you're mad about it, then go to therapy. And get out. <laughs> yeah. Get out. Getting you off get and getting out. you out. That's get off and get out. <laughs> Also, you can skip to the sex scene. No one's asking Truly. you to listen to it. Just listen for the... <laughs> Taking a deep breath, she turned to find Deck leaning against the kitchen doorway, watching her. No, make that tracking her. Like he was ready to pounce and eat her up. <laughs> Oh my god. What, you don't like my reenactment? No one can see it. I can see it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. As she moved toward him, the pulse at the side of his neck ticked faster. Not faster than mine. That imaginary cardiac monitor she was hooked up to had to be beeping like crazy. Oh yeah, because she's a doctor. Yeah, so we got her Get ready for the doctor puns. (laughs) (laughs) Her mouth went drier than a piece of litmus paper. He was so handsome, so raw and virile. 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 <laughs> Where this relationship was destined to go was still a mystery. Right now, the only direction she wanted to take was down the hall and straight into her bedroom. Ooh. Are you hungry? She asked. What a stupid question. Then again, none of them had eaten much after the confrontation with her dad, and Deck was a big man. A muscle in his jaw flexed. Yeah, he answered, his voice low and husky, but not for food. (gasps) Still, he remained motionless. This was her party. He was waiting for her to make the first move. So make it. As if in a dream, Tori watched her hands as she reached for him. The second her hands contacted his chest, he moved, crashing his mouth down on hers and banding his arms around her back. He tangled his tongue with hers, sweeping inside her mouth, trying to absorb her sweet scent and taste into his body. She clung to him, their bodies pressed together from toe to head, and still it wasn't enough. He skimmed his hands up the side of her ribcage, grazing her beautiful breasts. A soft moan escaped her lips, the vibrations of which traveled straight to his groin. Oh. They were like two halves of a combustion engine, and he was about to explode. She tugged his shirt from his jeans, running her hands up and down his bare back, scoring his skin with her nails, and damned if he wasn't shaking. Reluctantly, he tore his mouth from hers, dropping kisses along her jawline. Bedroom. Wait, that's hot. Kissing her jawline? Yeah. I like it. I had a man kiss my hair once. (laughs) When? Just grabbed, like, a bundle of my hair and just, like, kissed it. Like, not even, like, kissed my head. Like, kissed, like, a bunch of my hair. In what context? Sexually. Huh? (laughs) Yeah. While he was inside you? No. We were, like, making out. naked? Maybe partially. It was leading up to sex. Huh? Yeah. He just, like, grabbed, like, a bunch of my hair and then just, like, kissed it and stared at me and, like... That's giving serial killer. (laughs) Bedroom. He heard himself growl. Only that wasn't his voice. It was the voice of a barely contained animal. I thought you were going to say it was his dog. (laughs) (laughs) 
The dog's just oh sitting there God. staring. It was Thor. The dog's name is Thor. I like it. I'm like kissing a man in the living room and all I hear is you growling in your bedroom. <laughs> Chihuahua S. Um, she sighed, dropping her head back and giving him better access to the soft, creamy skin of her neck. Oh. Down the hall. That was all the direction he needed. He clasped her bottom, hauling her against him and feeling just how smooth the backs of her thighs were beneath that sexy little pink skirt. Oh. She wrapped her legs around his waist, putting his aching erection right where he wanted to be. He made it four strides when his mind blanked out and he spun, pressing her back against the wall and kissing her with everything he had as he ground himself against her. Oh my god, that's so hot. I haven't had a man pick me up, like, straddled in so long. Yeah. Actually, that's a lie. <laughs> my cowboy fireman did. He did? Yeah, he did. He, like, picked and, like, leg strat. But this man So sweats. strong. So strong. This man was, like, literally sculpted from the gods. Yeah. Like, insanely large. It was actually it was crazy stupid. Large. Where did he... Did he slam you against a wall? No, he picked me up and then put me on the bed. Oh. Actually, oh, my God. Also, so did Cash... No, not Cashew. Basketball? Yeah. Basketball did that, too? Yeah, he did as well. And well. He did it well. Oh. Which, yeah. All right. Wow, I really lied. <laughs> Literally three days ago. <laughs> Literally three days ago. <laughs> but not up against a wall. Yeah, that like that that's hot. So hot. Like do that. Yeah. There's no space in my bedroom to do that. You but don't if, have any wall space. No. If you have a wall that you can't do that in Toronto. No. Doesn't work. <laughs> There's no room in any Toronto apartment. Accurate. Ugh, Tori, he muttered, then hiked her skirt up to her waist. When he slipped his hands beneath her wet panties, his fingers found the hot, silky wetness of her folds. Deck! Her chest heaved, mounding her breasts beneath the thin, pink fabric. Touch me, she moaned. Please, more. Okay. You like that? Yeah, I love it when you look right in my eyes. Please, more. It's <laughs> uh. my favorite part of doing this podcast. He pushed two fingers into her and groaned from how wet she was. Hot. He'd bet she tasted just as sweet down there, too. As he pumped his fingers in and out, she undulated her hips, driving herself harder and harder against his hand until her breaths came in short gasps. Oh, my God. That's I'm, so hot. I'm this, so tongue-twisted. This situation? Get out. I'm vanilla, baby. <laughs> I choke you, but I know killer, baby. <laughs> baby. Uh, why did I sound like Nick Jonas? <laughs> Red dress. Red dress. That's it, baby. Come for me. I want to feel you come around my fingers. Oh, my God. It's so hot. When a man asks you to come, Ugh. nothing hotter. Do it, baby. Do it now. She uttered a sharp cry, the back of her head banging against the wall as her body bucked and shuddered around him. Wow. He caught her mouth again in a deep kiss, trying to extend her orgasm as much as possible. Watching her like this, he was about to come in his pants. <gasps> Breathing hard, she fumbled between them and unsnapped the button on his jeans and pulled down the zipper. When she slipped her hand beneath the snug cotton of his briefs, he threw back his head, gritting his teeth as his body tightened. This is so hot and heavy, and I love it. 
Then she cupped him, squeezing gently. Holy sh! If she didn't ease up fast, he'd lose it in his jockey shorts. He backed away enough to lower her feet to the floor, but she only cupped him harder, moving her hand up and down as much as his jeans would allow. Tori, don't! Stop! He smacked his hands on the wall on either side of her shoulders. Get out! (laughs) Throwing his head back as his body shook with the Herculean effort it took not to come. Oh my god! No, she whispered, pushing the waistband of his jeans and briefs lower and taking his cock in her hand. Oh man. Sanity returned enough for him to grab his creds wallet from the rear pocket of his pants and whip out a condom that was old but not too old. Nice. He shoved the wallet back in his pocket and tore off the wrapper. With Tori still stroking him, his balls and cock tightened more than he thought possible. His fingers were clumsy, but somehow he managed to roll the condom over his raging erection. Hurry, she said in a throaty voice, digging her fingers into his scalp. Hurry. Yes, ma'am. He reached under her skirt and grabbed the edges of her panties, yanking them down, then deciding for the more expeditious route and ripped the thing in half, (gasps) tearing the fabric from her legs. Oh my god, yes. As he clasped the back of her thighs, she hiked up her skirt again, practically jumping into his arms. In one long, smooth stroke, he entered her, pushing until he was balls deep inside her hot, wet channel. Oh, my God. I, I, like, what an, what, a, <laughs> what a hot position to be, like, holding a woman up against a wall, straddled, having a mate. Like, I've had men try to do that, and they are just, like, not strong enough or, like, too weak from their penis having all the blood. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, I it's do not know. that they're not muscular. It's just that they like actually can't. They're hyperventilating fuck like that. Yeah, <laughs> like, but oh, what a good position! Wow, wow good job. This is great. Decker, yeah. Agent Decker. Oh my god. Yeah, Decker. The sound he heard next was the two of them groaning in unison. Her arms came around his back, and he began pumping slowly at first. But her tiny cries of arousal were quickly driving him to the edge. He wanted her to come first, but can't hold out much longer. He clasped her bare buttocks, driving into her faster, gritting his teeth with every thrust. Deck fastened his mouth on the side of Tori's neck, sucking gently as he inhaled the sweet scent of her perfume and sex that was spiraling upward from their joined bodies. She stiffened in his arms, her fingers clawing at his scalp. Her breaths came faster, louder, and he knew she was on the edge, ready to explode as violently as he was. That's it. Let it go, he gritted out, pumping furiously as her walls squeezed his cock. (gasps) When she screamed his name, he lost it and shot his release so hard into the condom he worried it might break. Oh my god. As he rode the powerful waves, he shuddered, pressing his forehead to hers. Beneath him, she gasped for air, repeating the words, Oh, oh, ah. I hate you. (laughs) Deck had to agree. It was, oh. The kind of amazing, mind-blowing, earth-shattering, oh. They remained where they were, as intimately as two people could possibly be, except for the clothes. He wanted to do this all over again, but with nothing between them. 
He kissed her forehead, then pulled away to look down at her. Her lips were parted. Her breathing slowed some. You okay? He asked hesitantly, because he'd taken her like a wild animal. When she touched his chest, he thought he'd lost control, but that had been nothing compared to when she palmed his raging heart on. Nice. Holy hell, the woman knew how to drive him crazy in more ways than one. When she tilted her head back, he tensed. Normally, her face was an open book. Now, it wasn't, and he couldn't tell if she was about to kiss him or smack him. Slowly, she blinked, as if in a mental fog. Tori, you okay? He repeated, fear wedging its way in deeper when she still didn't answer. A slow grin curved her lips as she clasped the sides of his face and kissed him thoroughly, hotly, leaving no doubt whatsoever that she was more than okay. Especially when she drew back just enough to whisper, the bedroom's that way. Nice. End of sex scene. Oh, uh, you know what? Hot and heavy. Hot and heavy and they do it again in the bedroom. Yeah, as they should. I see it for them. Good job. This was a great welcome back episode. And I think that sex scenes like this are so rare. Yeah, because they're so like attainable. Like usually you you read these books and it's like so far fetched and like kind of outrageous and odd. But like this sort of I need you now sex against a wall. Mm -hmm. So fast and like hot. It exists. Everyone can relate. Yeah. Yeah. And we want to see that reflected in the literature that we read. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. That was really good. Right. Good job. Unexpected for this kind of book. Right. I was not. I was expecting it to be so lame. Where's Jack Harlow now? He's in this book. (laughs) He's up against my wall. (laughs) Yeah. This was really hot. Love it. Short and sweet, too. Yeah. But like did all the things. Yes. It was great. What do you got to say for yourself? I really liked it. I'm enjoying it. It wasn't anything like insanely crazy, yeah. but like I could picture it so clearly. Good job. Well done. Liked how him too, he was like obsessive over her. Wild yes. animal vibes. We want that. Yes. Very. What are you rating it? Um, I think it's like a nine. Like I'm not even. Right? good times. Come it's a nine. What would you say? I agree. Yeah. Like, I don't think it's a 10. I don't think it's... If it was a little bit longer, it would be a 10, I think. Yeah. Maybe... Yeah. If there was just, like, a little bit more kinkiness and hotness to it, maybe a 10. But no, I think a 9. And, like, that's not a bad thing. No. Starting off the season strong. Yeah. I like it. Here we freaking go. Nice short to the point. I never zoned out. Good. Except for at one point, I was thinking about how it's now my new favorite thing that men do. I didn't realize that I liked it that much. But it's like this look that they get on their face. I don't know how to describe this. Over voice. Over voice. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. But it's like, have you ever had this where a man is like pleasuring you? And then as a woman, your face is kind of like, like pleading face. Like, like I can't take it. And then they replicate that face and go like, yeah. It's yeah. Do you know what I'm talking I about? I definitely know exactly what you're talking about. It's actually one of the hottest mm-hmm. thing a man can do and I didn't realize it until like kind of recently. It's literally the face that you're making at me <laughs> right now cuz it's like a yeah, but like yeah, you can't take it. Like yeah. Like yeah, yeah, baby. Yeah, it's too much. Like it's like almost demeaning. Yeah. 
But I don't even know that men think because they're just replicating you. Yeah, they're mirroring. I don't think that they're actually doing they it purposefully. They don't recognize that they're doing it. But it's actually the hottest thing in the entire yeah. world. Also, what I love to add on to that mm-hmm. is like when you're getting close, like you get like all crazy. Yes. The face of them also being so fucking turned on that yes. you're turned on. Yes. It's like yeah. them being like pleading you like yeah. you're so hot. Like Keep unable. Yeah. yeah. Like they're- it's like I need you to come right yeah, now. Right now. Yes. Yes. That is also so hot. Yeah. Being invested sexually. Yes. It's amazing. <laughs> bare minimum. <laughs> like literally bare minimum. <laughs> but like note for all the men out there, I don't even know if you know that you're doing it, but it's, it's hot. a really hot thing and I'm adding it to the arsenal. And if a man doesn't do it, then I am kind of like, why aren't you doing that? Yeah. Where's your mind? <laughs> yeah. Like, Pay attention to me. Zone in, babe. Focus. I'm here in front of you. Yeah. Be on demeaning. my way to come. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on the come come train. On the come come train. <laughs> Shoot you. <laughs> you I hate it. Um, so this is a nine. <laughs> nine out of ten on the first episode. Yeah of season four. Season four. Bing. I can't believe it's season four. That's four years. Yeah. But we got a lot of things in store for you. God. Um, happy Valentine's Day, I guess. It's a bullshit <laughs> holiday. I guess. <laughs> but you get to listen to this episode, so. Spend it with your girls. You're welcome. If you don't already, you should follow us on Instagram at Not Mother's Book Club. That's right. That was correct. You okay. got it. It's been so long. It's been a lot of months. Very, very many months. You can also follow our TikTok. It's at Not Your Mother's Book Club. And we're going to post a lot of content. Hopefully get really, really fucking famous this season. <laughs> <laughs> but it's hard because we're blunt and sexual. Sexual. So also, we have all the books chosen for this season. But if you want to send us suggestions, 100% do it. Just know that it probably won't be seen until season five. Um, You can join our Patreon and pay us money and you get exclusive content every month. You You get get one full episode just for you. Just for you. Voting privileges, bloopers, other fun content that we do. That's a secret. (laughs) (laughs) it's secret it's secret we also have merch so (laughs) oh my god we literally never talked about our merch but we've had it for like three years now and i think maybe one person has bought something (laughs) but if you go onto our instagram we have a link tree and all of our shit is there so go check out our freaking merch it's really cute you can get a tote bag with our faces on it do it and just bash us with your many things in your book. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Fill us up. Fill, Fill us up. up with. I your just need to be filled things. up. You can send us an email to notmothersbookclub at gmail We do require a dick pic, regardless of what you're even saying. We screen our emails. We really, truly do. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that that's my spiel. You Welcome really back, good. everyone. Welcome back to the chaos. We're ready to go. I'll have many more stories for you all. Set an alarm every Sunday. Shit that alarm. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye.